Blog Talk Radio. And hello, 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 everyone out there in the big wide world. This is Helena Steiner Holstein with our wondrous world. This world so full of wonders. You can listen to this podcast online, on your phone, on your cell phone. And the easiest will probably be to go to my website, www.findingyourinnerlight.com or www.bodysoulconnection.com. Findingyourinnerlight.com or bodysoulconnection.com. You can go, of course, to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Helena and you'll get me as well. I thought the website might be a little bit less complicated to get to. Anyway, hello again. You know, I missed you. <laughs> it sounds funny, but somehow I have. I do miss my listeners because you keep in touch. And I notice when you don't keep in touch, it's because I am not keeping in touch. And it's simply for the reason I was kind of feeling kind of low for what was going on in the world. I just, there are certain things I cannot understand, and this is what we have been seeing right now out there in the world. It's so directly, humanly wrong. But, you know, that is the world we live in. And then now I have changed my attitude. And then I said to myself, well, that is the way to, to be. That's the way I lived all along from the start. I've had a particular attitude, and that has actually brought me forward. I've been kicked down a lot of times in my life. People don't know how many, how many holes I've fallen into on my life's path, path. But, you know, you get out of that. You just have to move on, and that's a choice you have. And the biggest choice is from the start, your attitude. How am I going to feel about my day today? How am I going to feel about this situation today? How am I going to feel about this person today? Do you hear I didn't say yesterday and I didn't say tomorrow? I said today. And attitude is something you have Today, and that's very, I say that very strongly because we forget this today part and we get stuck in the past. The most miserable people I know are the ones who live in the past. It's just, you know, and I talked to someone the other day and she had had a death in her family, well, it was her husband, and she said, you know, I'm still, you know, feeling I don't want to do anything. And I said, well, he died now almost two years ago. I always give one year of grief and it's perfectly allowed. Not It's just you're supposed to grieve for a year or so because you have a wound, but then you're also supposed to move forward. So change the way you think about life and the way you think about you. And, of course, she said, oh, I have to show him respect. I said, well, he's on the other side. He's happy where he is. 
he doesn't want you just to sit down and be sorry about your life. Move on. And then always say in situations like this, life is for the living. Your life is for you today. Again, coming back to today. It's very funny. I remember when my uh, I was when my daughter was probably like six or seven. I mean, this little age down there, <laughs> and uh, and we went to the supermarket and she saw a woman who was making a scene about something, and she was very loud and she she just wanted everyone to hear to her situation. She felt she had been kind of treated badly, whatever it was, and she made this big scene. And my little child kind of looked at her and looked back at me and said, that woman has an attitude problem. (laughs) I can't believe the wisdom that can come out of a child. I would never have thought that way even. But she said it directly. I don't know where that strong wisdom came from at that time for her. But that was exactly what it is. That woman had just taken the wrong stand at that particular moment. So if you want to be happy in your life, think about how you think and feel about things, how your attitude is. How, what kind of attitude are you creating for you and your surroundings? It's terrible to work in a workplace with someone who has, you know, complaints all the time, who is not very happy about things. And that simply that person seems to have a bad attitude about things. And one could even say that. Now, now remember your attitude change. It's your choice how you want to feel about things. I want to tell you about my good friend, Marsha, in Miami. And I know she will not mind me talking about this because she's very proud of it. Marsha was married to a very rich man from a very rich family from representing a commercial mate that everyone knows in the whole world, wherever you are, if you're in Africa and Russia, South America or Sweden or America, anywhere, you will know that family brand. And... Um, they divorced. And she said, well, it was me not managing my marriage in a good way because I went off with someone else. And she was very kind of sincere about it. And anyway, so she left the situation with this wealthy husband. And of course, she got a settlement and she lived from that. She was good. She was used to very good lifestyle, to having everything, actually, that she needed. So she she used her money, and suddenly she had trouble paying her bills. And tax, uh, you know, um, bill collectors started to call her up and remind her of bills. And she said, I just don't have the money. I don't know how to do this. And one of those bill collectors said, well, go to Walmart. And she, in her innocence, and sincerely said, what is Walmart? Can I give, will they give me a loan? <laughs> that was the kind of world she lived in. But anyway, and she met with me and she said, you know, what do I do? I, I don't 
have any talents really except for everyone likes me socially and and I know my stuff I know how to run a household and I run you know my life I do a good job at that and I like to play bridge and I like to play tennis and I like to be with friends and all this and I say well you have to find out what you really like doing so you can get paid and support yourself and she said that, yeah, what I like doing. And we parted that particular day. And a couple of weeks later, I got emails and faxes from her announcing her new occupation. She was now a private concierge. So if we wanted anyone to, to drive you know, them to the airport, uh, we can do that if you want us or want us to play bridge with you, we will come and do that for an hourly feed. We will play tennis with you for an hourly feed. And and it went on like this. She had simply created a new niche for herself where she was continued to do what she liked doing, but to get paid from it. You know, very soon she had a thriving business. She drove people to the airport. She drove me to the airport several times. She picked me up at the airport. She picked up my granddaughter at the airport, took her out to lunch, and then, you know, we were meeting all of us. She was someone everyone could trust, and she made good money. She bought herself a new car so she can, you know, more easily transport her new clients. And she was house-sitting and dog-sitting, and she did all those things for an hourly fee. Basically, she did the same thing she'd done before for her friends, except for she charged them for it. She played bridge with her friends, and she just let them keep on talking and talking and keep up for the whole day, and she just charged them for this. And that's what I'm saying. She just had the attitude of, I'm winning. I want to continue my lifestyle. It's a good reminder that whatever you know, can be worth something, you people out there. You know, one can always, always find a way. But do you remember one thing? Number one in all this is you have to remember to have joy. You have to love what you are doing. This is how you achieve excellence. This is how you become a winner. Marsha became a winner. And then she got all those recommendations from her friends. You know, it went on. And that she was building up a business through several counties in South Florida just because she had an attitude about her life. So there are a few rules, you know, that you have to follow. Well, there are lots of rules. And I can just mention a few. The first one is if you want to win and be a winner and be excellent at whatever you do. You have to have the joy. You have to love what you do. And it's not hard. How many of you say, oh, I hate my job. I hear this very often. I hate what I do. I hate to go there, but it pays well. Never put the money first. If it is too little or too much, never put the money as devaluation first. 
See if you cannot add something else that you really love doing. But, of course, there are rules of society. It has to be legal. It has to be healthy. Don't ruin your good health. Don't ruin other people's health. Don't be illegal in any way. No follow the rules. And the next thing is, remember your own I am. Yes. Who are you? Do you know who you are? Then we go back to what you love and what you don't like. But who are you? Put that first, because many times when I suggest things to people, they say, that's not the one I am. That's not the one who I am. When I say, you can be a winner if you do it this way. And they say, oh, that's not who I am. Well, why not? We were created to be a winner, each one of us. We truly were meant to be winners. Remember the original religion, the original belief was, I am the light. It lives within each one of us. That light shines. It's glorious. It's big. Why shouldn't you represent that when you already have that in you? Don't allow anyone to kind of push you down and pull you down and say you're no good. And sometimes, you know, it's easy to tell someone, oh, you're no good. I know that. Oh, you're no good, you know. I hear parents saying this to their children at times. And maybe that's just said at the moment of rage. And as we all know, as parents, we can be very, very angry and upset and disappointed at times so we can say things and we can do it with our spouses and our partners. We don't really mean that. And that's why it's another thing that you should know. And that's another good point. One, two, three. Three. Point number three. Learn to ask for forgiveness or ask to forgive. Can I forgive you? I forgive you for that. Yes, let me forgive you. It's very, very hard to forgive at times. But you know, it sits in your mind. I say always, I don't really forgive, but I forget. And forget means forgetting. You don't have that feeling of negativity in you. If you have to have keep that attitude of, oh, he hurt me or she hurt me. I never forgive him or her. It will never bring you forward. It never will bring you into excellence. You have to forgive others as you have to forgive yourself. It actually is quite common that people cannot forgive themselves. They don't know that this is the problem, but they have done something wrong. And they could have done something wrong when they were small, children. And they would sit over them like forever and ever. And we grow and grow, and in the end, it 
sinks into their subconscious mind and they don't know what their problem is. And then it kind of comes out unexpectedly. It could have been a little, little things. Like when you were a little child, you stole a five cent candy from a candy store. And you just felt so guilty for that. And you never dared go back to that candy store again. And that sits in you still today. So we have to kind of clear the air with ourselves and also with our surrounding. surrounding. So now point number four, understand how you function. How do you function? We talked about that a little earlier here. How do you function? Do you want to be a winner? Do you want to be, you know, having that stamp on your excellence? I remember one of my, and I just say that just to to kind of remind myself, well, that was important for me to hear at the time. And there was a couple, he was a consul of a particular country uh, in Miami. And he and his wife uh, were attending one of their, uh, one of my functions, one of my big events. I had a few thousand people there probably. And... uh, they saw me after the event and actually they wrote me a note after the event and said thank you so much we loved your event and they mentioned that and everything else and then they said you know it was absolutely perfect everything was so well organized everything was just so well done thank you thank you we have not come to expect that sort of standard from you Thank you for allowing us to be there. You know, something like this. And this is, you know, nice if you can put that little mark on yourself. Yes, I would do as well as I can. I'm going to be as excellent possible because I want to satisfy my audience. I want people to be happy. It makes me happy to see other people happy. Now, point number five. The passion, again, I said, that goes with the joy, but create feelings. Feelings in whatever you're doing. Transmit this feeling. Send it to your surrounding that you love what you're doing. And now, in all this, you feel grateful. If you hear a noise in the background, it's a bird sitting there screaming about something. It's a big, big bird. It's a big brown bird with long legs and long beaks. I don't know what the name is because it melts into nature somehow. I should come up and I take a picture <laughs> and put it in my newsletter. But anyway, feel grateful for the person that you are and you are grateful for the person that you are when you feel that you're producing good results and you are producing good results when your attitude about you is good but also the attitude about those around you you see it's one thing I notice yes you do the work but you're never alone in producing success. 
Others are always there bringing you forward. Only for, maybe they're just there on your path and they give you a smile. They give you, like this couple I mentioned, the word of appreciation. You are not alone in all this. And the one you should know you are always together with is your own mind, your thoughts, your own feelings. Have you thought about that? You're never alone because you're always together with your thoughts, your own thoughts, your own feelings. And that is why we make those better and better and better. And that's why I, for a few couple of weeks, said didn't want to have a show because my feelings were low. And I just had to work on that a little bit myself. I could not get over all the evil that is out there. But I come across that a lot. And somehow when you use the light, the darkness out there doesn't like that. So you always get enemies somehow. But if you get enemies of the darkness, that's okay. If you are of the light. (laughs) Because the light is always stronger than the darkness. Someone said to me, oh, you have to put one point, you know, a goal as, as, uh, as a point uh, in success. You have to have a goal. Of course, you have to have a certain goal. But then again, when you set the goal, you might not set it high enough. And I heard this now from others who have been successful also. Yes, goal is good, but you know, Sometimes when you set the goal, yeah, I'm going to win this prize lo- locally. Well, you might win it nationally or internationally. You know, so set the goal, you know, like this should be high. You know, you can set the goal and say, and more. Because sometimes, sometimes we live in the limitation. It's just the way it is live in a world of paying bills and restrictions and we have to drive cars to get places. It is the world of limit world of limitations. So no, let's try now and just I'm open. I'm free, you know. The whole world is out there to me. It's not that easy to be successful. It's not that hard either. You just have to start to have the right attitude. You see all these sportsmen, sportswomen out there, they win matches. When they go out on the tennis court, what attitude do you think they have? I'm going to win this. I'm going to win this. And they have that in them. And they try as hard as they can. They're fighting for that win. No one thinks, oh, no, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to lose. That's not excellence. And how many times have you not heard from others? Oh, I knew it was the wrong choice. I knew I was going to fail. I've heard that lots of times. Oh, I knew it was not the right answer. I knew that. No, change that attitude. Make yourself a winner. Now, I know one thing, 
and that is we have various cultures where talks like this doesn't fit in very well. You all know I'm Swedish, and I have you know very strong ties to Sweden. I work with someone in Sweden, not every day, but several times a week. So Sweden is very much my life and my market. And in Sweden, we're brought up not to be the best, really. <laughs> in America, you are brought up to be the best. And it's like, you know, my granddaughter, when her parents divorced, uh, my daughter took her to Sweden and put her in school there. And so my granddaughter went to school here. She was going first grade in, in America, and when she came to Sweden, she has to repeat first grade because they decided she didn't know anything about Sweden and the language or anything. But she, she was put in first grade again in Sweden and started from scratch to be educated in Sweden for the next few years. It was a wonderful education. And I keep on saying how good that education was for her for her formative years. Because in a way, well, it taught them how to do writing, reading, and all that very, very well. Better so than I'm afraid to say, at least in her school in America. But anyway, she also, what she could go back to in her thoughts later on, and she could say, you know, Sweden... You were taught to fit into the system, to work with others and be one of a team. And then her mother remarried and they started to live. Now she was put in a Spanish school. And here she had to learn a new language. Now she spoke already English and Swedish. Now she had to learn Spanish. And your kids are amazing. They just, you know, they pick up in a few days and they learn and they they just follow whatever they're told. <laughs> and she did that a few years, and then after a few years, they moved back to America, and she got back to the American schooling system. And that was, again, a different system. And she told me the difference between the three countries. Well, Spain had had a dictatorship with dictator President Franco, so they were used to follow, you know, a leader to be obedient and follow the, you know, the teacher in school. Everything the teacher said was right. There was no time for discussion. It was just follow orders. So she did that in Spain, and she, she did really well at that school as well. And now in Sweden, she couldn't be number one. But in Spain, you know, she did so well, and she started to blossom. And then she left Spain and came back to America, and now she had to go back into the American schooling system. And here you had to be the best. So therefore, you have to fit in Sweden, you have to fit in with system. In Spain, you have to follow orders. Now, in America, you have to be the best you can be. Three different systems, all on the same planet, all in the Western Hemisphere. So we see it's not that easy to kind of fit into all cultures. But this is, you know, something to think about, that your culture might have a different mindset, but we're still supposed to shine out there. We were created of this by this 
big, big power. Call it what you want. And that power wanted you to shine because it shines. So that is what it is with the attitude. And you are completely free in whatever you feel you can do as long as you follow the rules of society and you don't hurt anyone, including yourself. And then we have point number seven, motivation. Self-esteem. Do self-talk. To be motivated. And that comes with the attitude. Yeah, I like that. But if you have this, that you believe in you and you have fun, yeah, you do feel motivated. And then, of course, next point, eight. Be with fun people. Laugh at things. Laugh a lot. Our physical body likes laughter. And that's what I say because when I look into physical bodies and I see the liver is kind of slow and that liver will send messages to all your other organs and will bring you down. You will feel stressed out. Stress is the beginning of all kinds of diseases. Yes, it is. It will bring you down completely. So don't have this stress in you. Start to laugh. Look at fun things on TV. I have during this time of wanting to get away from all the darkness out there, I've been watching Hallmark Channel. You know, Hallmark, their love channel. <laughs> and it's been so easy, so so uncomplicated. Not really at times because it's like always there been, in all situations, been some kind of villain who didn't want people to be happy. But then, in the end, love always won. And that's what I like about Hallmark. So if you feel down and you need to watch something else, or see, go to Hallmark channels. So, and I think lots of people do that too because they have an awful lot of commercials now. And then point number nine Move your body. Dance. How often do you dance? I don't mean go out and dance and looking for a new partner to dance. No, you have music at home. Play music and start to move your body. All by yourself. Stretch out to the right, to the left. I'm doing that in my chair right now. I'm stretching my body. Oh, it feels really good just to move your body. Yes, move your body, dance. And, of course, positive thoughts. Expect the best. Positive thoughts for you. Look at the problem straight on. It might be a problem, might be difficult, But now be positive. What is the positive thing I can do? Attitude again. Laugh at yourself if you feel that it's impossible. No. Your attitude can fix a lot of things. Of course, doesn't mean you should jump out through the window and try to fly because there are certain physical rules. But you know, Just start to be positive. Dance, move your body, have fun thoughts, be with fun people. 
There's an old German philosopher, Goethe, G-O-E-T-H-E, who is, who's always been my favorite through the years. And he says, or he said rather, he lived, you know, two, three hundred years ago. But he said, when I die, I would like to come, I would like to stay with the laughers. You know, I want to get to be with the laughers, those who laugh. Because that is the funnest thing for us all. Be with those who like to have a good time. And good time doesn't mean getting drunk or taking drugs or telling stupid jokes. No, just enjoying life and enjoying livers, you know, your animals, your other friends, you know. There's so many pretty things. I look out through the window and now I see a new kind of bird that I've never seen before, but it's springtime now. So now they start to show themselves. They come out to the bushes, I suppose, looking for partners. <laughs> and this is a beautiful bird again. Uh, again, very long neck and long beak and long legs, but a different color again. Kind of yellowish species, which is fun. I don't know the name. And this is the problem when you live in areas where you didn't grow up. You don't know the names of certain animals and plants. And that's again an attitude that I have always liked to know what's going on in my surrounding. I look out names of things just so I have a better time. So now let's have a good attitude. Look for the good in other people. Enjoy your day. And create something in your mind that you can look forward to. And this is my positive message for today on this glorious day of March 26th. I hope you come back and listen to me again. And I do give private sessions, private consultations. You just have to make an appointment. And I am coming to Sweden this year. I really hope it's going to work this year. We have had a pandemic and various rules, so I couldn't go to Sweden. I couldn't go anywhere except for the Caribbean (laughs) because this is how America made up the rules or the world had made the rules. So I would love to be back in Sweden earlier this year, you know, like in the early summer, if I can make that. Or if, you know, now we can find tickets and everything else. But there are tickets this year. There are flights. There were no flights before. So again, this is Helena Steiner-Hornstein speaking to you. And if you stay on a little while, we will do a meditation. Ah, So now for the meditation, you put everything aside. And relax. And you close your eyes. You relax your whole body. Take a deep breath and feel how a feeling of relaxation is going through your legs, up your hips, into your spine, out in your body, up through your body into your shoulders and arms, all the way down to your hands. And now your head are resting on your lap and you're leaning backwards in your chair 
and you feel more and more and more relaxed. More and more and more relaxed. I am light. Yes, I am light. Because that's the truth about you. This light is the creation within you. It's the goodness about you. It's the truth about you. You take another big sigh and you dream yourself away, far, far away, to an island in the tropics, somewhere on the other side of this planet Earth, and it's nighttime. You feel so calm and quiet inside of you, in your heart, in your thoughts. And you breathe very calmly. Yes, within you there is this flame of love and light. You feel the flame of love and light is the truth about you. This is what you want to shine for you, within you, to make you feel positive and happy about your life. And a shiny light. I am a shiny light and this is a fact. It shines within me. This is the truth. This is my life. I am a shiny light. I am. I am. I am the light. And this is my way. This is where I am from now on. And suddenly you look up in the sky and you see a big star. Star is bigger than all the other stars. It talks to you. It communicates with you. You love this light up in the sky and now you just know that this is the light up in the sky is the light that is also shining within you right now. And that light within you right now is growing and growing and growing, expanding and expanding and expands all the way up into your thoughts and send love and light energy to your thoughts. And you take a deep breath. You breathe in and you breathe out. I am a shining light. In truth, I am a shining light. This is the God flame within me. And my very, very best friend. It's that day and night. It's listening to my thoughts, to my feelings. 
And now you're sending good positive feelings to that love and light energy into you. In you. Yes, in you. I am a shiny light. Take a deep breath. You feel more and more and more calm about you. I am. I am. Yes, I am. I am positive. I'm successful. I am a child of this light. This light shines in me. And this is what it means to be created in the image of the light, of God, of this positive, incredible, unlimited power. This power is good. And now you are bathing in this good, wonderful power of the light. Bathing is coming from your inside and rotating around you. And now, the big star up in the sky is opening up and sending you one big ray of light. And you open up your heart. You open up your arms. You take a deep breath and you inhale this power. From the universe. And now you begin to feel stronger and more and more positive about you. You clear away all old sickness. Allow the light to shine within you right now. You allow that light to shine within you. With your permission, you will also shine and shine out that light that is of the highest good. I am a positive being, creating positive energy, doing good on this particular planet. And I will send of this light to the world. And I know the more I send out, the more I will receive. This is how the universe works. I am a shining being. And I'm so grateful for the light in my life. Yes, now it's about time that you go out and practice living the light and the light knows more, sees more, hears more. And now slowly, 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 one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
opening your eyes again and coming back to the here and now. This is Helena Steiner-Holstein speaking to you from beautiful and sunny Florida. And we see each other soon again. Take good care of yourself. Read my book, The White Light, A Limitless Reality. Read it. Don't only buy it. Read it and read it again and again. You will learn more and more. You have no idea. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.